I got and I couldn't figure out a way to flip it on them flip it on these kids on these hoes but on this one the one uh, coffee cup woman oh yeah it was just women coffee cup and I'm like thank you for you know playing along I replied to one I think I said I said slay oh you're really killing it King go off you see how scared I am about getting strikes on my account I'm worried I got strikes because I put up some really good clips and they've only gotten a thousand views and I feel like that's illegal well I think Instagram that is illegal sorry I, I missed that you just called that illegal <laughs> that's on me I think Instagram will do Instagram like the relationship with the algorithm parallels like a toxic boyfriend because mm -hmm. it's like very like like it's very borderline personality in the way that like you post a video and it pushes it and it gets a hundred K and then the next video you post gets a thousand it's like they want you to like wait enough I guess I shouldn't have called it border I don't that's borderline right like one no borderlines like extreme you know what I'm not a psych major sue me <laughs> Fucking shoey. Well, if you want to know about borderline personality disorders, listen to Red Scare podcast. We don't have the, we don't have the diagnosing skills here. I was a theater major, which is kind of the study of psychology. <laughs> I'm trying to move my hair back on these maps. It's the study of psychology. <laughs> it's the study of people. But they want you to not post. <laughs> they want, sorry, we're wearing. Katie and I thought it would be fun. It's to, pretty cute. To wear ski masks that mimic the album and she looks like a severe burn victim. I think I've looked as pretty as I ever have. She's wearing her glasses on the album. <laughs> it looks exactly like the picture, yeah, on our on our podcast album art. And why don't we look that good in real life? Yeah, what the fuck? I bought the identical matching masks. <laughs> There's no little mushroom in my hair. Well, the thing is, what they don't tell you is your hair doesn't actually go outside the mask. It should. I should have cut holes in them for my glasses and our yeah, hair. and my hair. <laughs> That's a good opener for a podcast. Here's something that we look like right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I open my album. I go, oh, oh yeah. a visual token and audio recording. <laughs> Okay, so we got women coffee cup. Yeah, let's see what else. What was the other cup? Uh, but yeah, the I do agree with that. It's like you get your first taste for free on Instagram because like one of my first reels, very high numbers. Yeah. Each one diminishing returns. Yep. I think they want you. I don't think they want you to post every day, but I don't friggin' know. I'm gonna have to. St uh, well, I mean, I wish I don't have to post every day, so I guess they win. Let's see. I got some comments. What are my little comments? Little comments for our little pod. My little friggin' comments. <laughs> I think the woman coffee cup was interesting how it blew up like that. I wish there's another way we could get like that many engagements on just something that was nice. But I could pretend those are nice. Like, yeah, woman, they're doing it ironic. They're like, woman, I want to buy you a cup of coffee. Please, please do. I would love a cup of coffee right about now, right? <laughs> right, guys? Hey, don't even talk to me till I've had my coffee. Give me my coffee. 7 p.m. Don't even talk to me till I've had my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you wait so long? Why did you wait so long for your fucking coffee? You've been a bitch all day. <laughs> don't. All right, I think that I've reached my limit with the yeah, mask. Honestly, I feel like it's giving me pink eye. Ugh. Ugh. Well, oh, let your hair down. Well, the bit. 
Oh, yeah, leave, no, Katie, leave your hair down. It'll be much better. <laughs> It'll be much better this way. <laughs> Did I tell you I saw Joe, uh, the caricaturist? I saw him on too. Monday. Yeah. And I, I, I talked two people into getting a couple's caricature and I'm waiting for my commission check. <laughs> did, how, how did their slammers look? They looked fine. Did he recognize you? Because I said hi he to him. He did not. What? Yeah, I said hi oh, to him. He did not recognize me. There was no... The beauty of his life. <laughs> no facial recognition. And I was like, dude, you made my tits the size of Mars. Like, you spent eight minutes drawing my tits and you don't remember me from a, from literally a week ago? I, yeah, I went up and I even like was like, guys, this is Joe. Y'all gotta get your caricature done. And he looked at me like he had never drawn my slammer. <laughs> like he had never told, like he never looked you in the eye and said, put your hair down, it will be better. <laughs> yeah, and that's really funny. Maybe that, maybe he sees people like he draws their caricature. So to him, that was like a lifelike portrait. Oh. And I walk up to him and he's like. Yeah, you should have put your hair down and they would have been like, oh, slammer girl. Go, ooh, ooh, Clairol, herbal essence. When I was in, um, I was in high school, we did like a trip to New York, or I guess I was going into high school, and I got my caricature done in Chinatown, <laughs> and there was a sign that said like three minutes, and it was not three minutes, and we were like rushing to, we had to like, we decided to get the caricature like right, there was ten minutes to meet our chaperones. Yeah. That was when we decided to do it. Perfect. And Perfect I'll timing. just never forget... They finished the caricature and they were like, okay, we gotta go. We paid them, like, we gotta go. And they're like, no, I have to draw a background. Like, they wouldn't, and then I watched this bitch. I'm not even, this isn't even like an edgy joke I'm making. She drew the Twin Towers. I'm not kidding. I'm not even making that up as like, a, isn't that crazy? No, she fucking did that. I have to draw a background. She has. So that was the first thing I thought when he started adding, when he put us on the beach, I was like, oh my God, please don't draw the Twin Towers. <laughs> and I'm assuming just based on rough math for sure when you were getting this drawn the twin towers were in fact gone you'd be hey someone call someone <laughs> mathematician katie you would be correct on that the the twin towers were no longer friggin there so did they draw the twin towers as they were or as they wished they were i don't know i was like someone someone needs to tell her <laughs> it can't be me someone's I cannot, gotta let her look out that window i cannot be the hero today oh my god do you know the movie remember me uh, rem uh, with uh, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson and Claire from Lost. Yes. Yes. That is okay. Remember me as a movie. I don't think I've even fucking seen the entire. Are you gonna put the mask back on? No, I'm just gonna put, put it on the, the top of my oh, that's head. Cute. I think it'll be cute. Yeah, like a little hat with. Holes a little hat. Oh, that's cute. Actually. Very cute. You should. You wear a hat. Oh, I bet you wear beanies, right? I do wear a beanie. Yeah, that's and cute. Guess what? They're all this color. <laughs> that's great. <laughs> um, remember me. I'm pretty sure it's like a romantic drama about Robert Pattinson who like doesn't have his life together mm. and like he falls in love with this girl he's a bad relationship with his dad who's Pierce Brosnan and the end of the movie is like he gets it together and then he's going to meet his dad at his office uh -huh. and his dad's not there so he's waiting for his dad and then he looks out the window and it's it's the plane coming to dad you're taking a plane to meet me <laughs> And no. Then, and then the end of the movie is just like, that's how, like, 9-11 happened. Like, the plane, that's how it ends. Robert Pattinson's literally looking and sees, and it's like a, it's like a cartoon where, like, they run really fast and their body goes, but their legs stay. And then, yeah. like, and then the plane hits the tower, and that's how the movie ends. Oh, and you know what's going to happen because it's going back to Robert Pattinson sitting there and then a teacher in class, and she goes, okay, everyone. Write the date down, and she writes the date down. And this down. is the first time it's revealing the day. The first time that the whole movie's even been in 2001. 
Isn't that kind of lazy? Isn't that kind of fucked up to you? That's like, that's, that's real, um, it was all a dream energy. Yes! And it was all a, well then why'd you make me watch it? Right, because even in like, even if you're pointing out like, hey, anything can happen, why couldn't it have been like a car accident? There's just right. something so weird about mixing a fictional movie with then it's 9-11. <laughs> Cody told me, uh, th what happened in the movie, but I didn't know like what the movie was about, he just goes, he dies because it's 9-11. And I was like, okay, I don't need to see it. It has nothing to, it's a romantic drama. That's so weird. It would be like the end of Twilight if like, oh god, <laughs> things are fine, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh yeah, there's still vampires, but it's also 2001 in New York and 9-11's <laughs> about to happen. Uh, jet fuel can melt vampires, just, actually, it turns out. Like, I'm not one that's sensitive about things, but something about it just felt not right with me. I'm like, this kind of feels rude. That's, that's the rudest thing, because... And lazy. Yes! I think, well, I guess, like, they didn't want to do the, the typical, like, here's what I hate, is the fall in love and then she dies trope. Yeah. Like, um, hate this movie, City of Angels. Oh, I've heard of that. So it's Nicolas Cage, Meg Ryan, and he's got a choice, like, so he's like an angel. Hot. And they're not supposed to fall in love. So hot. So hot. And he meets Meg Ryan, and he's got a choice, like, can, can he, uh, stay an angel and not be in love with her, or should he, like, kill himself? unalive himself, unangel himself, whatever you want to say, and then, so he does that, becomes a person, oh, they have okay. like one, you know, sweaty, balls-deep weekend together, <laughs> and then she's like so happy, she's going to the store, she buys some apples in a paper bag, she puts it on her bicycle, and then this dumb bitch decides to close her eyes while she's riding her bicycle in the road. <laughs> Which is what happy girls do. Happy <laughs> girls do this. She's doing like, you know, Jack, I'm flying on her bicycle in like windy mountain roads, <laughs> and this huge semi tractor is like, bah, bah. and then this woman fucking dies, and so this this angel Nicholas Cage just uh, ruined his eternity to be with this woman, and I guess the point is like a moment of happiness is worth a lifetime of nothing. <sighs> Yo, like the same so... thing as Steel Magnolias, basically. Uh, sad, bro. Very sad. That's I would never. I, I'm so aware of that I could die at any moment. I would never close my eyes riding a bike, even in a field. Because <laughs> I'm like, well, what if I fall and I hit, there's like a one in millionth chance that I hit a stick and it post, it lobotomizes my nose and hits this wonder, no. No, don't close your eyes while you're riding a bicycle. Well, there's this other movie called- It's like somebody riding a lime scooter with no hands. <laughs> <laughs> Real wobbly for one second. And I have seen them do it. That is what they do. Were you here, were you already doing comedy when people died after a Laughing Skull show on a lime scooter? R.I.P. No, what the, were they at the show? They were at the show. The last thing they heard was like, dick fart, dick fart, boobs, <laughs> period, ass. Right? And that was all Katie's closer. And that was my closer. I'm like, you guys have been great. Good night. Don't take a lime scooter. <laughs> Whatever you do. Katie went, Katie went, and I'll leave you with this. Dick fart boobs, dick <laughs> fart boobs, dick ass. Have a good night. I'm Katie Hughes. <laughs> ah! And so, <laughs> so they leave. It was like a late show back when we had like the 1030s that got out at midnight. They get on, um, I want to say... I want to say one scooter together, but How it also many of them, like four of them. Yeah, like four or five people. I just, uh, two women, so two, a man and a woman, person. a date, and they're just like, and then they got hit by a truck and <gasps> died after the skull. Oh, I thought you were gonna say they fell. I didn't even put in hit by. That's. F 
fucking insane. Yeah. I've never been on a scooter, and I can guarantee... I don't even like riding my bike in, like, on... I don't even want to ride my bike on the belt mm -hmm. line when people... I don't have a bike, but, like, I don't even want to rent a bike to ride it when people are there. No. I used to ride my bike to work in Chicago, and then you can ride around, look, to uh, Northside Drive, or not Northside Drive, Lakeside. It's a good... Northside's here. Lakeside's around the lake, and uh -huh. so there's no cars, Lakeside. it's just people. Very much like the Beltline, but like not as obnoxious because there's no breweries. Yeah. So you just ride that to work or whatever. People would ride in the streets, which is crazy. I would never do that. Um, but my last scooter ride, I went to LA and I thought, hey, I'm not gonna get an Uber back to my hotel. I could just scoot, scoot. So I I'm scoot. Like so mad. I scoot all the way back, and then you can't turn off the Lime scooter because it's not in the service area. So I just scoot back to the service area. <laughs> Which is take, I mean, I spent twice as much as what I would have spent <laughs> on an Uber. And at a certain point, like, because you're out of the service area and now it's not working. So it's like both on and you can't use it. And it was like, it was, it was hell. It was like one of those moments where like, am I being punished for something I've done? How, how did you get it back? And then you had to walk back to your hotel? Yeah. I, I'm always, I'm always someone to be like, y'all, let's just take an Uber. Well, I that no taught desire. me a great lesson. <laughs> I have no desire to get on a scooter ever. Well, God, when I lived in New York, I would, well, when I got, when I went back to visit New York, I was like so anti-Uber for some reason, just because Ubers are just so much cheaper. I never Ubered when I lived in New York, ever. I think I would only Uber if it you was like... You don't have to there, right? You don't have to. I had a lot of friends who loved to Uber. <laughs> like, that's what they... Like, their extra money, like, I would go out to eat. They would, like, just buy an Uber, like, a 20-minute subway ride. They would just take a car. Oh, like, like a luxury? Yeah, oh, like, they boy. liked it. I would Uber if it was, like, a party in college, and it was, like, 4 a.m., mm -hmm. and I were, like, 3 a.m., and I was really far away, and the trains, like, were running once an hour, I would Uber. But going back, all the trains were fucked, and I was like, I'm not gonna take an Uber, because an Uber right now is the same amount of money as, like, the unlimited weekly subway pass I got. But the amount of times where it would have been, like, a 15-minute Uber, and it took me, like, an hour and a half to get home, because I had to wait for, like, a bus. And you're and just train. exhausted. And I'm just like, you dumb bitch. You're having it. You dumb bitch. You fucking bitch. You fucking do some transcribing tomorrow and pay for your ride. Right? You're oh wasting time. Yeah, you could be at home right now. That's, I have no desire to do a scooter. I worked at um, a bar near here in Cabbage Town, and my, one of my regulars, who's like, or he's like my, he's like my favorite. I think he listens to the pod, so I won't say his name, but um, you know, you know who you <laughs> I waved are. at the camera. We're not putting that on a clip. Honestly, that's not going to be it. We didn't say his name. not the clip, but um, <laughs> he came back one day after I served him, and he looked like he'd been beaten the fuck up, and he had taken a bird scooter and just ate total shit, and I was like, dude. You can't. He's like, you overserved me. I'm like, you had two PBRs. You were not. I wish. I wish it was because you were too fucked up. But like, you just I probably DUI on a bird scooter. <laughs> you probably just went over like a crack or something. But that terrifies me. He looks like he got punched in the face. I, no, there's no way. I'm never getting on one of those again. I've seen women fall, just like having a good time. Here I come, and then they just. They're, it's always very memorable because the dress goes down after them and it's like, it's beautiful. It's like a renaissance painting. I've never been into that stuff. I've never been a, hey, right on the handrail, the handlebars of my bike. No, Absolutely not. Even bike tours freak me out. Something about wheels. I just, I would rather be on my own. Does <laughs> that make sense? My own. <laughs> we just listened to that in the car. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I mean... I feel like I'll do something until it's dangerous, or like until I'm like, that was bad. Uh, like I did have a, a moped when I lived in Florida, and what? the number of times it broke down or I fell off of it, 
is so stupid. Could you take a moped like on a street? Yeah, like, I could take it like from my house to work, but not from like on the interstate. Okay. So it was like, I think 35 miles per hour max. <laughs> and when I bought it, I bought it from some guy in a parking lot off of Craigslist. Cool. Started right there was the most dangerous part of the movie. That really experience. was, yeah. That was my most uh, likelihood of being murdered um, or killed. But uh, so I get it, and I stop to like say hi to my friend at the lizard story he worked at. <laughs> this story couldn't be more Florida if you fucking made it. You're like, I got on my moped <laughs> that I bought off of a man <laughs> in a parking lot I met on Craigslist. Then before I went to work, I stopped at the lizard store to meet up with my bestie Chad. <laughs> Go on, make it more Florida. Okay, it was a guy I had a crush on, though I I was dating one of his friends. Katie, is that more Florida? Yeah, that, is, <laughs> that is, and they all were employees from Disney World. They. <laughs> oh man, that lizard store what was it what called? What is a lizard? What's it sell? Lizard. <laughs> I think it was called like Pets Bazaar. Oh. Pets Bazaar. Pets Bazaro. Uh, and so I went up there and I was like, Hey Adam, look at my new moped. And he was like, wow, make sure you're careful. You should have bought a different helmet. He said, <laughs> he said as he was holding a poisonous iguana that was, like, giving him a fucking hickey. He was like, be careful with that thing. <laughs> well, he was, like, a like a motorcycle guy. Yeah, I could have put that together. Yeah. And so I was like, he's the guy to show this to. I didn't, I, I, I realized saying it now, I'm like, I didn't buy a moped to show it to him. But I could have. I am that person. Um, Are you? Not anymore, but I feel like I, I was very much. What's like the craziest thing you changed about yourself or that you bought or that you tried to get into? And this is very on the spot to like impress I mean, someone. I do talk about this on my album oh, is I used to drink yellow. the Mellow Yellow to impress David Forrest. <laughs> is and that I, his real name? Yeah, it's his real name. He's not listening to this. He's a dentist 30 miles from here. Please listen. <laughs> <laughs> but you say his real name in the album too, right? Yeah. And he's never reached out to you? No! <laughs> he's happy! <laughs> Why would he do that? Um, so yeah, he, he drank a lot of Sprite. So I think Mellow Yellow is maybe just like embellished for the joke. Of course, yeah, it sounds funnier. It's funnier, yeah. But I think I drink a lot of Sprite because David Forrest drinks Sprite. Spite. <laughs> I could talk to him. I, was, I would just have Sprite pouring out of my mouth. Um, so yeah, I think that was one. Uh, I wasn't a big pothead until I started dating Adam number one. The other Adam that worked at the lizard store was number two. <laughs> oh, you ended up dating Adam number two? So the not, no, no, not dating him. We did. Oh. We hooked up. That wasn't one of the times I had sex for my dogs. <laughs> Don't tell anyone. It wasn't um, a successful hookup. No. No. I was trying to get pregnant. <laughs> Were you really? No. God. Uh, what? <laughs> You, the craziest thing I ever did for love was get pregnant. <laughs> Isn't that wild? No, wild. Yesterday I was holding a puppy and I was with these two guys in Charleston and it was one of their puppies and they were both like, oh man, I don't want a dog now. I want a dog. And then I said, and I thought, and everyone stopped talking when I said it. I just went, I want a baby. <laughs> <laughs> and I like kind of like, I mean it. Like I don't actually want a baby, but I want a fucking baby. I want something to hold and splish. Oh, 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 I just, uh, TikTok's just been pushing me these toddler baby videos. And man, I want a, like, I don't actually want a baby, but I want a baby. My mom's going to freak out when she hears this, but I'm I want I'm getting a little a baby uh, exposure. I got, oh, I got yeah. one, one and one half hours with baby this week. 
It was so good. What did their hands smell like? Tell me everything. I couldn't smell his hands. Oh, you can't We did smell. hold hands a lot. We held <gasps> hands. I touched his feet. Oh, so the first cool. time I saw his feet, I literally started crying. Yeah. It was... I was mentally good. ill. No, no. I cried in Target this week because <laughs> I was in Target with Zach. And I went up to a little... I sound like an insane person. I went up to a little shirt and I went, Shirts don't gotta be this small. And I burst into tears. <laughs> I must be so fertile right now. That's why I'm crying so much. <laughs> I don't know. Hey guys, vote vote in the vote in the comments below. Should I have a baby Let right us now? Know. Who who should have the baby? Because one of us is gonna have the baby. <laughs> we should do like a Tina Fey, Amy Poehler, baby mama situation. That'd be so funny. I liked that movie. It did not do well. We should do that for Halloween. That would be really funny. Wait, that would be we could do the fucking poster yeah i didn't watch my mom didn't let me watch the movie because i didn't really understand sex at the time mm -hmm. and she thought it would just cause questions but i've only heard bad things but you liked it i remember liking it but i mean you could put tina fey and amy poehler in a pile of dog shit and i'll be like that was the best thing i've ever I'm seen like, that, they're fucking smart they're, they're so smart. smart those are two smart ladies who've never said anything problematic they're smart the way they run their improv businesses very ethical. Oh my uh, god, Katie, when you, okay, I was a big UCB head. Like, yeah. when I lived in New York, I went to the class, I took the classes, I went to the shows, and when I was in level four, which is, so UCB, if you don't know, you have to take all of the improv classes before you can audition to be on the house teams, mm -hmm. and it's a lot of money, it's like an investment, and you have to go to shows while you're in the classes, which also I, oh, I think you get to go for free. I hope so. Yeah, that was one do. of the perks at Second City. You do get to go for free. But, um, so my last level there, I had one class and then it all got shut down because <gasps> of COVID. And in that first class, the teacher who was great, I forget her name, but she asked like, hey, does anyone have any boundaries or anything because of COVID? Like hand sanitizer, not want to be touched. And this girl raised her hand and she went, um, actually, my doctor said that COVID's like no different from the flu and people are just overreacting. <laughs> and the teacher literally just went, all right, I don't know why you say that, but. <laughs> <laughs> and then, okay, everything got shut down, right? Yeah. No classes. They didn't offer online classes or anything, but they didn't give me my money back. That's fucked. So I reached out to them and they gave me half of my money back, mm. but no credits they didn't offer any credits for when classes came out because yeah. they went bankrupt and i emailed them and they're like well we have a clause about this and i checked and they added a clause to their document about in case of a viral like a pandemic and i was so it's the santa claus <laughs> it was i was so dramatic about it at the time i was like fuck ucb and i had a sticker of theirs on my laptop and i made it a big deal and i like took i videotaped myself like taking off the <laughs> sticker and i was like you have let me down upright citizens brigade your sticker shall not grace the sleeve of my laptop didn't they have another don't they have another venue in la like how did they go bankrupt they went bankrupt, but they were still doing classes online, so I don't know. All I know is you guys owe me, like, 275 friggin' dollars. You fucking frigs. Or a class. Like, give me a free class. Or they could let you meet I was Tina Fey and Amy Poehler. Or let me meet Alana Glazer for, like, 10 minutes. I saw her one night in uh, <gasps> New York. I was supposed to be on a show, and then she said, I'm going to rent out this venue tonight and do my show. And then I didn't have a show anymore. <laughs> but did you meet her? No, I saw her walk in, and oh. I was like, 
pretty that, cool. You're like, I hate that you took away my gig for tonight, but pretty cool to be this close. Yeah, to a little you. celebrity spite, so, uh, spite, spiting. A little Freudian slip. Oh, little celebrity punch in the gut. <laughs> I mean, her her special was so bad though. Like, I no offense want, I didn't to her. It. I like her. I like Broad City I know, so Broad much. City's so good. But the special, she just comes out and just dances for like 20 to 25 minutes. <laughs> Is, is the audience loving it though? Yes, they're like slay. We were on. I was talking about this this weekend of like uh, when people. Well, I guess did she do a lot of stand up comedy before or not? I really? don't think so. So like it seems like there's this like and I get it like her and then like people that have really big like um, online followings mm -hmm. or have podcasts and then they go and like do a tour of stand up and like yeah of course like it's a it's genius and like. The people who are there are big fans of them. Like, yeah. no one's off the streets buying a ticket. It's, like, people who are huge fans of them, so they're killing. And it's kind of like this thing of, like, they just want to see them for a longer period of time. Right. They want to experience you. Yeah. Whatever it is. And it feels a little different than stand-up, but it still is stand-up. Mm -hmm. I don't know. You can't judge it with, I guess, the same eye. Yeah. So it's like maybe I shouldn't be watching it and expecting that. But, but like, they did put it on Netflix under stand-up Understand special. Understand-up special. So, yeah, it's a stand-up special except for the fact that you are not a stand-up comedian. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably watch part of it, honestly. I mean, watch it for the spectacle, I guess. Uh, it was just, yeah, very much like clapter type things yeah. where it's like, the environment's dying, honey. <laughs> Slay, queenie. Men are bad, 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 bad. Yeah, it was like, oh, Go off, so Brett Kavanaugh. <laughs> These are all my bits I'm saying right now, by the way. No one steal them. Oh, I have a new bit. Uh, can I tell you this bit? Oh, please. I'm yeah. dying to do a Marjorie Taylor Greene impression. Because <laughs> I think I could just do it. I feel like. I feel like it's just real nasally and southern. And I feel like it doesn't have to be accurate. Yeah, for sure. And so the other night I was at uh, some brewery. Mm -hmm. Who who could keep all the names in their head? Ooh, they all have like end heaven in them. Yes. Yeah. The end of heaven. Wild hell. Wild hell heaven baby brewery. Get Monkey your... barrel patch. Fuck. Try our try our bok choy draft beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, Kylie was there. I had the worst root beer I've ever had in my entire life, and what? I love root beer. Wait, what was it? Yo, my great aunt loves root beer too. That's so funny. It, it's something from our generation. <laughs> we just—it's something sweet we could get at the soda parlor. Last time I saw her, she's like, "I'm drinking root beer." She's no, she is old. She's actually old. She's like in her late she's almost ninety. She's like, "I'm drinking root beer." Every day. I'm like, that's dope, Aunt Ruthie. That's freaking dope. <laughs> Aunt Ruths are awesome. I'm drinking a sarsaparilla. They were out of root beer, at the, and the soda jerk said to me, "Are you? That's not your favorite. Would you like an egg cream on the house?" <laughs> Wait, so you, what happened with the root beer? It was just at Three Taverns, great brewery. Actually, really good beer out of far as like all the breweries I would like the yeah. beers when I drank them. Probably my favorite one. They have good, they have good seltzer cool, too. Cool, like weird little things. They had like an Earl Grey, like sour one time. Ooh, it was delicious. I love that Delicious. Stuff. This root beer had an after finish on the can, it said of wintergreen. And it was like somebody mm. squeezed a tube of toothpaste. I in was it. just saying, so yeah. Bad. Ew, yeah, I don't want mint in my root beer. Not at all. And it was, yeah, it just tasted like, I don't know, it's like, it was like smoking CBD when somebody's like, here's some weed, and yeah. you're like, that, it's close, that ain't it. Are you ever like, as a sober person, or like sober from alcohol person, do you ever drink that and you're just like, fuck, I'm just gonna lose it all right now. 
<laughs> there are some times when I see, you know what really jumps me now is the, the mixed cold drinks that are just swirling. Out of taste, not even out of I want alcohol, but out of like, I want something yummy. I want something so yummy. Like I want a, a, the frozen Coke at the QT, but yeah. all you have is margarita mix. Yeah, and so. I want it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I did not get, the other day I had a big, they had a, they had one of those at the monkey, whatever fuck I was at, and like, <laughs> all I got to do was take the big straw that you would get and drink my Dr. Pepper, That's and I'm like, fun. this is pretty close, <laughs> big straws are fun. You just gotta bring your own little swirly straw in your own little tub <laughs> to make it fun. Oh wait, what about your new premise, your new oh, joke? Oh, new premise, okay, so I keep asking people, do you have a trampoline, whatever, can I come over and bounce on it, and my new fear is that because I do a lot of shows in Georgia, Marjorie Taylor Greene's like, you can come over and bounce on mine. Come on. And then I have to like go over to her house and I learn that she's like a normal person. You know, she's like, you want some, you want a fucking, whatever. I don't know. But I just really want, it's literally just a premise. And it was because a woman at the show was like, I had a trampoline. And I was like, you sound exactly like her. And she was like, I was like, what, what was it like? She's like, we bounced up and down and then we fell off onto the ground. And I was like, is that, is that it sounds like MTG's like uh, economic recovery policy. Now a few bounces and then we're going to crash, baby. <laughs> So I just like the nasaliness of it, and I think I need to work on it, but I feel like I feel like it could be a bit. That's or great. nobody will know who it is. I would hear you do that voice for a long time, though, honestly. Oh, it's in my throat. <clears throat> do you do a lot of new bits? Um, like, like, if you're going to a show, like a showcase, how much new stuff, if you have new stuff, how much like new stuff are you doing in it? Uh, I mean, I would say like all of it now. I feel like everything now is new and not off the album, but like... I guess, yeah, what is new, too? Like, six months? Like, one week? Like, what is new? I feel like six months is a good, like, yeah. in the last six months if I've written it. Because there's stuff, like, that I can't remember that I just never would do. And so I'd be like, if I went back to it, I feel like it'd be old. But, yeah. It's not good still. <laughs> hey, you never know. Oh, it was all my quarantine material. And it was punchline free. Was it like, hey, we're all doing this Zoom therapy? <laughs> it was a lot of like, white women be ordering everything off Instagram, don't I? <laughs> uh, I'm gonna kill my boyfriend. I live with him. <laughs> I live with him. I'm in my room 23 hours a day. I'm in prison. But, hey, anyone watch Tiger King? Oh god, Tiger King. That was my king. I loved it. Oh, so you do a lot, mainly all new stuff. Yeah, I would say, like, if I have to do anything old, it will be, like, the Thomas Manor that I went to my doctor, because it's, like, very, like, that's who I am. Baby, beep, 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 Yeah, boom. what about you? Well, this weekend, I did, like, um, I, I just, I, I think now, I'm still so, I'm still so friggin' young. I'm, uh... This weekend, I, I, because I, I get nervous to do, like, I'll try a new joke or two new jokes. Well, I guess, honestly, what I think new, I do more, because the past six months is a lot mm -hmm. for me. That's a bigger chunk of the time you've been doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess I do a lot of new stuff <laughs> than when I think about it. All my stuff's new. <laughs> I guess, actually, all of my stuff is new. <laughs> but um, I get nervous, because, like, this, this weekend felt like the first time I did, like, a lot of, like, new new stuff that I was like excited about but like nervous I, I just feel bad if people buy tickets and I'm like I don't want to do something it's like if you if I don't do my best but I tried my hardest it's mm. like well I tried but sometimes I'm like I don't want to try a new joke because I'm it's like I am kind of being like well I have faith in it but we'll fucking see <laughs> but I did um I did I tried this joke at Noni's when I was hosting and it did not do well 
but I was like, I was hosting and I was just like, I don't know. I, I have, I think it's funny. That's why I stopped doing material there. Cause it's not a good judgment of, especially hosting. You're like, I love this new bit. So excited. And I was like, no, I, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that's funny. I think I'm getting better at that. I think I'm getting better at being like, no, that's, that's actually funny. I think this was the first time this weekend I had like, a, a longer, not like a one-liner, like a joke that was a couple lines that didn't do well when I did it once, and then I thought like, no, I'm gonna still do it. I think it, I think, I really think it has something. And it went well, so okay, I good. think, I think I'm a genius. No, but... <laughs> I think that's a good mark of new material, is are you still excited to tell it? Yeah. Well, that's the thing, all my little new things, I've I feel like they did better than my stuff that's older, but probably because I'm just done telling it. Right, like, you're like... That was one thing I want to talk about when I came back from there is at the end of my set I did like my newish, newest 25 minutes or whatever and I still had 15 minutes so it's like dog stuff, queen of the castle, mm -hmm. all the like, all the things that I can just turn off my brain and I literally was on stage like just going, I'm having an out of body experience right now. Whoa. Because I was like literally killing with queen of the castle, saying all the words and just like in my head going, Katie, you're not even thinking about this. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, so conscious of leaving my body to do its work, and I was like, I was really enjoying it in my head, and I was like, I gotta talk to, like, that's why I'm on stage, I'm like, this should be good on the podcast. Were you feel like, did you feel like you were, like, in a flow state, or did you feel like you were watching yourself, like, from a third eye? Yeah, I was, like, watching a comedian, I'm like, I already know her jokes, so I'm just gonna think my own thoughts, but I'm here. That is fucking insane, it, was, it felt good. I was like, is this what comedy's like for, like, if you could do this for an hour... Is that what people do? Maybe. Is that is that such presence that you're thinking something else, or is that disassociation? Well, I certainly don't like that better than like being like in yeah. the moment, like fucking around, making people uncomfortable, and then taking it back, <laughs> and then I do it again, and I poke it, and you laugh. Uh, I like that much better. Yeah. Uh, it's, like, I think that's like the thrill of comedy, but I was really enjoying my little meta experience. I mean, that sounds amazing. That was very fun. Mark Zuckerberg would be so happy. Look out, Muck. In the meta. Muck. <laughs> Muck. Look out, Muckbang. You little Muckbang. Let me see. I don't think my timing's been us. I'm, I'm guessing too early this week. Last week I was like 18 minutes every time. This one was 10 really? minutes. I set, a, I set a timer, but I set a little, I set a little late. Oh. Um, so yeah, you, you did that, and then you said they were rough up top. But was that like the newer stuff that you did up top or did No, so at uh in Charleston it was just like what did I do? What did I say? I tried my energy was very different than the two comics before me and I did it was like this was the, the lightest the room had been, but there was still a pretty good amount of people. And I did what did I do? I, I did a little riff up top just like to kind of get a, get my energy going a little bit. And oh this was actually this is actually something I wanted to talk about. But um the riff up top like went okay like it got like a few people but not really like a thing and then I did like my usual opener and that did good and then like I went into like it was it wasn't bombing but it just wasn't like it wasn't it wasn't bombing but when I finally got that first like pop on the third joke I was like okay now now this is the pop like, yeah it felt like it. we weren't quite on board yet, and then we got on board. Like, maybe? Give us another one. <laughs> Not that one. No, we don't like that one. Give me another one. Mm. Maybe. Mm, we like it. Oh, I like that one. I can chew on that for a minute. And then the new stuff did The new stuff did pretty good. Oh, good. But it felt like, I think my second set, I think sometimes, 
I'll be in a room and I'll be like, this is a bad room. Like, <laughs> <laughs> which I think I usually I am like a crazy, like my first show was like at a really rowdy bar and people weren't paying attention and people were playing pool. So I get into this energy where I go on and it's good at getting people's attention and I maintain that energy for 15 minutes. Yeah. Which I think is helpful. But then for this one, it wasn't a bad room. It was like a good room and people were paying attention. So it felt like I built up more to a crazy energy. But... I'm just always, I'm trying to think more about like, well, which one is, um, Kylie afterwards asked me like, well, which one do you think is more you? Do you think you're more always that? Or do you think you're more like a build, a build up to mm -hmm. that? I don't know. I mean, I feel like if you went on stage every single time with that energy, that's not necessarily authentic. Yeah. That because is if you're true. doing it for a reason where you're like getting attention, then that's great. But like, if you go on stage and like the energy of the audience matches you and like builds that to, yeah. to a frenzy, I feel like that's that makes sense. Because I do, I think that same way. Because I'm like, I do a lot of one-liners up top. I like the more fun I'm having. By the end of the thing, it's like bigger characters and it like builds. So I think that that's a good way to put it. That makes sense. I don't know. I don't know. It's such a good way to freaking put it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I overanalyze comedy every moment of the day. I swear, <laughs> I swear to God. Um, speaking of overanalyzing comedy, you want to talk the fest? We got about half of a pod. Oh yeah, let's talk the it's fest. Gonna, it's gonna be good. Um, what did you think of the fest? Because you were at, on some of these. Yeah, so this was lineups, etc. Skull, Skull fest in Atlanta. Skull fest. Hell yeah! I got. I did one. I got a guest spot on one show. Um, so I wasn't around a ton, but I did one show at Glocky Marks, and then I the only shows I watched were because I was busy one night. Was I watched a bit of the shows at, at Smiths. Mm-hmm. And one night, those were, like, really... I actually had a moment in, uh, like, one of the 10... The 10.31 on Saturday, everyone was just, like, killing. And the the audience was, like, so fucking into it. And I was sitting on the side, and I was watching the audience and watching everyone, like, laugh really hard. And it was, like, a group of people I wasn't... And I was just like, oh, whoa. I had, like, a, a little out-of-body experience where I was like, whoa, isn't it... Isn't it crazy that all stand-up comedy is someone standing in a micro, one person standing in a microphone talking, trying to get like a hundred people to laugh? <laughs> I was like, oh, dude, that's psycho, bro. <laughs> it was a little beautiful. Yeah. But you did way more on it than I did. Like, to varying you, degrees you of were success. On the yeah, I was on yeah. the fest. Um, well, like, yeah, I did Smith's the first night. It was like my first show, and it was rough. I don't want to say wretched. I don't think that's a, the right word. Because afterwards, a girl that would very much be my fan came up and was like, that's really my taste of comedy. And I was like, oh, that's nice. Thank that's really you. her taste of comedy? Yeah. And I was so like, that's sweet. exactly what I would say to somebody who maybe didn't have a great set, but I enjoyed it. I love that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Saying you did great would be a lie. I hate yeah. Um, but behind this row of youngins was a row of, like, Republican senators' wives. Who just at like Smith's? at Smith's and they just built this like wall of bad vibes between the front row and the whole rest of the room, it felt like. And so like it was just like everybody was like really struggling up there. I struggled. Uh, but I the thing I realized was like, oh, all these people really care because they like spend money to come here and they want to do good. And I was like, you know who doesn't have to do good? Old Katie Hughes. <laughs> so I just went up there to like fuck with the audience and at least hope I could like break some of that. Cause I'm like, yeah, nobody's, nobody's driving or flying to Atlanta to do crowd work. No. So yeah. why don't I do that? Of course you want to do your time. Yeah. And I'm like, well, I don't have to do, I don't care. Uh, and so I felt like that helped a little bit, but I don't think that audience was ever going to be the one. 
You literally martyred yourself for the show. I tried. It didn't help. But <laughs> I tried. It did not work. No, that's... <laughs> yeah, because I, 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 I called those women out, and, like, they seemed very unhappy that I spoke to them. <laughs> I'm sensing a theme here. <laughs> uh, then... That's weird. The monkey talks. <laughs> huh. Oh, she's not in the television box. Uh, hmm. uh. She's saying, I've never had an orgasm before. I don't <laughs> like this woman. <laughs> I have. <laughs> I sneezed one time, 12 times. When I was a kid, I read that, um, yeah. that if you, a, a sneeze is a one-twelfth of an orgasm. And I was on medication the same time I, like, started trying to masturbate, so it never worked. Like, I wasn't, I couldn't do it. So, Katie, I'm not kidding. I would sit in my room with the end of a floss, and I would try to make myself sneeze really fast 12 times in a row, because I, I don't know what I thought would happen. I would be like, choo, 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 ah, it caught me! <laughs> And I was like, also like 13 or like 14 doing this. I'm so horny, I'm fucking my own nose. I like this. I was like, I'll get closer to coming here than down there. And it did not. Hey, let me let me save you some time. It does not work. It is free, but it, it is won't work. Free. I also read online. Sorry, we'll get that. If you yes. put toothpaste on your nipples, it gets you high. And I also tried that when I was a kid. I never heard that one. I heard the sneeze one. I was wondering why you didn't use like pepper. Just like do lines of pepper and just like Because Just I'd transcend. Be, yeah, I'd come so hard I wouldn't be able to stop. Because <laughs> I was 13 I didn't know what coming. I didn't even know what I was chasing. Like I had never even gotten close. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, back to the Skull Fest. <laughs> Before, we took a, sorry, we took a quick detour talking about 13 year old Tamar trying to come. <laughs> now back to industry. Industry. So Thursday night they have a party. Did you attend the party in the gym? No, that was the that was Friday night. Where was the one Thursday? Oh yes, the roll call. Yes, I was there. Okay, I was there. me and Sam Morrison, fantastic comedian. I don't know if he's a freak of the pod, but you're welcome to join. You're welcome to be a little freak. Um, very very funny. And so I was like, oh, I can. I took uh, my other friend Caitlin back to her hotel. She didn't want to go to the pizza party, and when we got there, it was locked. The hotel. The pizza party place. The roll call. And there's this, and I look at the email, there's no sign or anything, I just look at the email and it says 11.30 or something, and I'm like, we have to wait an hour and a half and just like stare at each other to get pizza. And then you have to be the first ones at the party. Uh, yeah, then we gotta be there with like the... You're gonna be there when people start coming and opening it up. You're yeah. too eager. Too eager, yeah. So we both went, we're gonna go home. <laughs> and I think that was the right decision, because it's real pathetic to wait for an hour and a half when I could... I ate pizza when I got home. Yeah, like, good. There was pizza everywhere good. I wanted to be. <laughs> Uh, fr so Friday I did the, what was the 8 o'clock show? I don't know. Skull? Is that Skull? Did I do two Skull shows? I don't know. No, Urban Tree, and that was fun. That good. was really fun. And I saw a really good comic, um, named Donish Mockbull. Okay. Freak, Freak of the Pod? Freak of the Pod. I mean, I think he would like the pod. Okay. Come I on, think he'd like the pod. Come on. He's from New York. Um, Khaled said his last name meant adequate. <laughs> and I believed him. Is it actually? No. Oh. I just believe Colin. I, he's a trusting man. Yeah, and so he was really funny, and that was cool to see someone new, um, and that was a good show. I thought, like, for Urban Tree, like, it is like that spread out room, so you're like, I yeah. see you smiling, Yeah. but do you like it? <laughs> <laughs> let me hear those smiles. Let me, let them rippy, rippy, rippy. Don't hold back. And let me tell you about this great root beer selection. Yeah. Best root beer. Uh, they got the red hair. They got the red hair root beer. What's in that? I don't know. It's a special little flavor. But it's also from a brewery. They sell it at a 
Farm Burger on tap. I like I like, I like one of those. On tap. That's fucking. But yeah, it was a very nice, and I had two of them. I was you're going on a sugar grapes. You were getting chocolate wasted. <laughs> Nine tenths, very sugary. Uh, <laughs> then I went to. Rutler. <laughs> Uh, then I went to the Skull, had the, the industry festival. Everybody, uh, uh, very nervous. I was nervous. I try not to act nervous, but I was like, I'm going to do, because it's seven minutes, which, here's what they don't tell you. That's a weird amount of time. Because yeah. the set's on, like, tonight, show if that's what you're trying for, at like, four and a half. And if you want to get on something else, it's longer. So it's like, what is this? Seven is not eight. Seven's not eight. I'll say that. I'll say that for the people in the freaking bed. You know what? Some people don't believe us, but seven's not eight. Seven's not eight. And people don't believe that seven, eight, nine. But I believe women. <laughs> you just got to read Jumatria. And I don't know how to spell Jumatria, but I keep hearing about it on the internet. Yeah, I watch Jumanji. <laughs> Jumanji. I like Zathura better, but I'll watch Jumanji. <laughs> Jumanja. Um, so... That was weird. And then our time got cut down to six and a half minutes. Oh, whoa. Nobody's going to do that. By the time you go, hey, you have seven, now you have six and a half, You're we're, all doing, seven. we're all doing eight and a half. Yeah. We're doing nine, we're doing ten, we're at eleven. Uh, so I thought that show was really good. I feel like uh, I did things that, I did like clean, like I did what I would do on like, you know, late night, whatever. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then in the middle, I did a joke where I said rape, hate crime, a man beat the shit out of me. <laughs> did you really? Yeah. <laughs> because I was like, much like the, the Thursday night show, I was like, if I don't do something that's fun for me, yeah, it's not going to, like, why would I do it? You know? Yeah. What's and, your joke about rape, hate crime? Oh, the, the keychain joke. Where I'm like, uh, my friend Matthew English offered to write, take me to my car. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so funny. And so, uh, yeah. And that went really good. Um, and so I felt like that was... And they actually sent us our tapes, which I thought was very nice. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Uh, I didn't expect that at all. And then the next day is when I learned that nobody should have given a fuck about the industry showcase. Yeah? Like, in the way that we did. Because, like, we're sitting outside with... Uh, he books South by Southwest. His name's Charlie. He's very nice. Mm -hmm. Very funny. Uh, like, just in conversation. You know, he's yeah. just, like, a funny guy. And he was going... Um, None of this matters. <laughs> None of this matters. We're all going to die. Whoa. So at least have fun. And we're all sitting outside at Limerick just like, you know, zombies in the daylight. Just like, man, you're right. Why didn't you say this yesterday? Frick. Why didn't you tell us? None of this mattered. Uh, so that was cool to hear that because he was like going like, I don't, I don't know how men keep facts in their heads, uh -huh. but they love it. Men love yeah. a fact. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. He goes 500 years ago. Yep, a number. The, the four foremost famous singers were Mamma Mia, Tucci Bucci. <laughs> See, and that's where I'm not remembering these names. But he, like, listed people. He goes, there's one politician you can name from a thousand years ago. And then I was just like, and no stand-up comedians. He's like, exactly. And I was like, mm, great point. Like, we should just be having fun mm. in general. But then uh, one of my friends who was sitting there goes, you know, she's like, I, I tried to do a clean set. And he goes, why? And so I'm like, why are you saying why? And uh, he never really gave an answer, but my interpretation was that, like, unless it is an audition, unless it is a, this is your JFL audition, what you do now will be what you do on the show. Yeah. It is not uh, do whatever you think they want. Mm. It's do whatever you think is best for you. And I think that was, like, super helpful. 
to know because I'm like, unless they say audition, just do whatever you want. It's such an interesting balance, it feels like, to find, like, even in a regular show of, like, ooh, what do I think the audience wants versus what would be too much pandering to them or what's putting too much thought into it. Mm -hmm. Like, if I, you know, but that can also stab you in the back sometimes, I feel like, the same way, like, I feel like, I, I know, I, I remember doing, I remember one of my first shows, uh, like, a year ago was at some, and this is different, but... It was at some weird, I don't even know, hookah lounge bar. Everyone in there was over 60. And the comics I were with, they were old people. They, like, did all, they tried to do clean material because they didn't think they would like it. Yeah. And I didn't have, like, I didn't have a choice. I didn't have any clean material. Right. I had, like, seven jokes. <laughs> <laughs> it's all new. I'm like, it's all, hey, guys, sorry, this is all new stuff. <laughs> this is my, like, third show. Yeah. But I did, and they loved, like, the dirty stuff. Like, they loved it. Like, they loved, they loved the dirtier it was. And I was like, oh, okay, so you can't really, sometimes you think you know what they want, but they don't. But it's interesting in that because you would think, like, oh, well, industry wants clean but then it's also like well maybe they just want to see you god i don't know i don't know anything about this i think shit. they want to be able to know are you marketable for their particular niche so you mm. should only do exactly who you are which i know that's like going back to being like what's your voice on stage yeah. like who are you all that stuff but it's like so because if the guy from south by southwest there that's definitely more indie than like the tonight yeah, show yeah and guy. you don't gotta be clean to be on don't south have to be clean don't tell comedy it's like a lot of like cool, hip, young yeah. comics, so, like, storytelling's fine, where it's, like, a long form, so it's, like, do whatever you're gonna do, because there will be somebody in this group of 15 mm. who you will be right for, but if you try to, like... Be right for everyone. You'll be right for nobody. Dude, that's profound in a lot of ways, honestly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and just life in general, where you're, like, I gotta make everybody like me, and you it's, can't, like... yeah. You'll never be able to. It's, like, trusting that you'll find your spot, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and even if, like, nobody there was, like, I gotta fly you out to get you on Netflix. <laughs> Next stop, Netflix. They, nobody was being booked at the festival either. Like that's yeah, the other thing. You like meet, you make connections, right? You it's just like meet a more people. long term. Yeah, thing. yeah. You start wooing them now. Mm -hmm. uh, and by the time you're 57, they'll give you a little smooch. Um, but I think my favorite part of the festival had to be you trying to convince me. <laughs> <laughs> to talk to Michael Cox from NBC. I'm gonna start this. Uh, I'm gonna start the camera over real quick so we don't miss any of this because I feel like we're close. Much closer. Close, way closer than me with this. That was 16. Uh, <laughs> so okay, so you trying to convince me to uh, uh -huh. talk to Michael Cox was the highlight of my weekend. <laughs> I think because I was already like oh, this stuff was okay. It was good, but like. Nobody came up and was like, good job, which yeah. I don't need, but I needed that. Yeah, I understand. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. Um, so he's standing there. He's talking to Marshall, who owns the club. Um, if you're listening to this podcast, I feel like you know all of these names yeah, already. Yeah, except like my mom. Yeah, we. this is like for my mom and my friend Dan from California. Hi, Tamar's mom. Uh, Marshall Childs owns the Laughing School Lounge, and it's on Peachtree Street between um, 7th and 8th. And my address is. <laughs> so you can send me something, please. We'll be here. Money. Uh, no, I'm kidding. Uh, you can bet on me. Please. Uh, uh, so so we're standing there, and do you want to set the scene? I want to know what you thought of the, the venue we had the party at on Friday. Okay, I'm going to be honest. At this point, I'm going to have Katie lead in on the story after I set it up, because I at this point, I was a couple Trulies in, I think. <laughs> I, was a, I was a couple truly vodka Celsius in, whatever the fuck they had. You've okay. been truly, truly. I didn't, okay, so the party, how do I put this? It was at a gym. It was at a 
Well, it was funny. It was like, I get it. Like, I guess the guy who owns it, like, goes to the skull a lot, so it was smart to have it. But yeah. it, it, it was a boxing gym. But when I pulled up, um, there's, like, a really cute restaurant with, like, a bar, and I started walking towards that, and the person <laughs> I was with, like, was like, that's not where we're fucking going, <laughs> Come back and walk back this long, long thing to a boxing gym. So it was a boxing gym that, like, they cleared out, and I mean, all the parties were was just a place to put drinks and to talk. So it, right. was, it was appropriate, but it was it was a gym. It was very much a gym. There was huge weights everywhere. There was there were weights everywhere. Yeah. The thing I thought was the weirdest was that, like at any other party I've ever been to, it feels like everybody spreads out. That's a good. Point. Did it feel like everybody was in like one third of the gym? It felt like that because if you spread out, you were going to be like talking next to like bar. Like I don't know any weight terms like barbells or like you were going to be talking next to like a weight machine oh yeah that was true there was like little stations it felt like the cool area was to be near the table where they put out fries every once in a while and the locusts that they would hit that table they would run to them they ran it was like you heard her bag rustling it was like dogs <laughs> getting fed at dinner time it was like just a rush of arms and legs and teeth and we were, spittle we were hungry we were very hungry i was i don't think i've eaten that much and been so hungry you were ravenous. I was ravenous all weekend. Anytime I got a chance to have a snack, me and Caitlin were just buying candy at the gas station, just shoving it in our face between I've shows. I've never seen these before. Yeah, <laughs> we special did. Kit Kats. I did have a lot of those. She goes, have you ever seen this before? <laughs> and I went, no. And then we got like everything. Uh, it was nice to find a snack twin. I was going to say, you and Caitlin sound like compatible friends. Yeah, she goes, I think we're the same person. I go, I think we might be. Like, you're just like brave enough to live in New York. I feel like that's the only <laughs> difference. <laughs> Because she comes around the corner, she goes, what are you getting? And I hold up my, my Reese's peanut butter popcorn mix bag. And she was like, pulled up her Reese's like brownie bar. And I'm like, yeah! It was great. So Katie and I were standing at the table. And I don't, all I knew was this guy was industry talking to Marshall. And I didn't know what he looked like, despite having met him multiple <laughs> times. And I was like. Three years ago. And I was like, Katie, you gotta go talk to him. <laughs> Okay, that's what we're here for right now, dude. <laughs> dude, you're you're great. You're char you're funny. Go talk to the guy. What the fuck did I I remember saying some outrageous shit. Well you kept telling we kept trying to come up with ways to unobtrusively <laughs> yeah. talk and to him. To like enter the convo right. he's talking to Marshall. <laughs> so you go up to Marshall and be like, hey, what's it like to own a comedy club? Oh hey, Michael Cox. <laughs> <laughs> Or like going up to him and uh, just bringing all of the dumbbells. Dumbbells. I brought him all the dumbbells. I said, "Are these for you or for me?" Uh, and so I was just terrified the whole time because I'm like, I'm so awkward. I don't, I don't like pretending to talk. Like I, I said, you should go up there and pretend like you're leaving and say bye, and they'd be like, "Bye, oh hey," and that, like enter the convo. That was the plan we went with in the end. Yeah, but it was. From that point, the amount of time we talked about it, you were never going to have a successful meeting because it was like, you know when you keep making jokes like, go do that, go do that. And then when your friend gets up, you immediately start laughing. So like, I remember watching you walk over there. I like, I was already fucking losing it and nothing was even happening. I did one thing when I left after it all transpired. I looked back like. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, I gave her a thumbs up like, see you on Netflix, killer. <laughs> see you on SNL next week, bitch. But it did not go the way we planned. No, what happened? I said my line. He acted like he didn't have any lines to say. <laughs> he didn't introduce himself. Well, I said... You should have gone over the barbells. I should have. Like, I was shoving um, uh, brookies, which are brownie cookies from Domino's in my face at the time. <laughs> 
while we're planning this, so maybe I just had like a row of chocolate in yeah. my teeth. Uh, but I said to Marshall, I was like, thank you so much, it's great, I'll put a lot of hard work in, like I was very like sincere, hopefully. My voice does not sound sincere the louder I get, so it does sound increasingly sarcastic <laughs> if I yell. Thank you for all the hard work that you did. You did so great, yeah. and the brookies were really fresh. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way there was ice for the drinks, but no cup. <laughs> Uh, that was that was the thing I heard at every party. Like, there weren't cups at first, and I'm like, well, there's cups now. Can you believe there weren't at first? At first, I had no to wait cups. for a second. Uh, I did get home one morning, and I just found like diet cokes and Red Bulls in my backpack. Like I thought I was going to need them at another location. <laughs> it was an unhinged weekend. I still have Celsius. I'm gonna be honest. Yeah. No one tell anyone. They had so much to give. I just took one for later. I took one diet coke and I took one Red Bull, and they were desperately needed in the morning. Yes. Uh, so after all of this, like, Foskey point him out for me because I don't know what he looks like, even though I've met him. Yeah. And then you, you, you hype me up. I go around I really, the table. I really hyped you up. I was like, start lifting weights. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I go, and good to see you, I say to him. And I shook his hand and he said, you too. And then I went, bye-bye. <laughs> I saw it. You're, you're supposed to say, you're supposed to say, hey. Good set. You're supposed you're supposed to say good job. Yeah. What if I said that to him, like, good job? What if he said, what if you went, and I also act. <laughs> he goes, I saw your audition for NBC stand-up. You do not. Uh, so, yeah, that was just really uncomfortable. And then I realized this is my, like, here's my silver lining trying to talk myself off a ledge is I looked incredibly different when we met. I bet. Yeah, I've seen photos of you from... I mean, even how you look on your album looks like a very, you look very different. Yeah, like my headshots are like the blonde hair, the side shave, the no glasses. You're not wearing glasses. Yeah, and now I'm different. a grown-up woman. Yeah, now you put your hair down, which is so much better. <laughs> hey, You girl. do look a lot different. And he probably, I mean, he, you got you see so many friggin' people. So that was my like, okay, well maybe that's why he didn't go, he didn't recognize me from stand But I was, I looked, ex I will tell you this, I looked the same from that 1030 show. Till the party at midnight. <laughs> I'll say that much. I looked the same from then to then. Well, maybe like, I think like at that point, like you were probably had a different glow about you because we were like. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably we were also. Maybe he saw us staring at him from five. That's what away, I was gonna say. We laughing, were, we were crying, laughing so hard, going, "You should go take all the pizza and shove it up your gullet in front of him and go, it's me, Katie." <laughs> we were standing right beside them while we were planning. Yeah. So that was like that was also very funny. But I have never laughed that hard, like <laughs> in recent memory. Like my stomach hurt. I was doubled yeah, me over. Me too. I was crying. Yeah. I was like, dude, you gotta do it, bro. That's bro. You gotta, you got it, Katie. You have to. You have to talk to him. It, 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 uh, I did. I, I did. And I'm gonna, I guess I'll email him next week and be like, great to see you. And then... <laughs> it was me. Here's a, re here's a photo of me from maybe when you saw me. And then here's a photo of me now. And here's a photo of my dogs. <laughs> guess how many times I've had sex. Here's a hint. How many dogs are in the how picture? How many dogs are in the picture, yeah. That plus one for Dan the lizard guy. <laughs> Dan, Dan the lizard man. Um, I, well, that's the thing. Like... I really think he just doesn't know what I looked like. Yeah, he's probably met so many friggin' people. It was dark in there, too. It was dark, And yeah. maybe he'd been drinking, too. Who knows? Yeah. I mean... I hope he was drinking. Maybe. I'm like... We find out, like, oh, he's been sober for, like, 20 years. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, he wasn't going to be booking The Tonight Show from the sets that he saw. It was yeah. just him seeing things again. But I feel like... 
I built it up so much in my head, even though I went, I'm not building this up in my head. It feels like, I mean, I don't know anything about industry like this. It was, it was good for me to be able like, to just hear people talk about it, but, and even talking about it and asking people about it, so, so much of it is such like a, I don't know, it's, it's, it was a different energy around people around them that was very different than like Red Clay last year. Yeah. Like, there, I don't think there was, was there industry at Red Clay no. last year? Yeah, it was very, even the parties where people were getting different kinds of like, people weren't getting fucked up, like as fucked up, I think. I mean, some people got, but nothing crazy. Yeah. It was just a different energy. It was a, yeah, it was an unnatural, like, that's the thing, like, you're so in your head, you don't realize everybody else is also yes. freaking the fuck out. So interesting. I, God, yeah. So I'm glad you got to see all of your, all of your, your peers, like, just, like, sweating buckets, and you being yeah. like, I'm just having my Trulies. All of my peers and the people I looked up to, I'm like, yo, I just did a set at Guaki Marks. <laughs> I just talked into a tin can for 8 to 12 minutes. Uh, that was, that was my roughest set. The audience is very nice, I just couldn't... At Guaki? Yeah, the, the, the sound system is the not for comedy. Tough. At my show, the microphone went out during someone's set. Really? And out of town or two. I was like, part of me was like, well, I'm glad it's not, I think it was Caitlin, honestly. I was like, oh. I'm glad it's not me, but also I do wish it was someone that did not travel here. Right? So I was like, that is a bummer. Can, but I, Mike, sh can I show you a trick Rodney told me before my industry showcase? What? And I think, I think this would be a good clip, honestly, because so many comics need to know this. So Rodney goes, do you loop the cord? Because the, at the skull, the mic kept going in and out a little bit. But the more you move the mic, the more it went out. And I'm like, up next, he goes, do you loop the cord? And I go, never. And he goes, do what I do at Starbar and do this. So you go like that. And that takes the pressure off of this. So it stops pulling on the mic. And the pressure's down here. And oh. your, your thing won't skip anymore. And I, I did it last night at El Dorado, too, because I was, like, talking and started cutting out. This is all you need to do. If you're, like, worried about the sound, is just loop it around your hand, and you'll be fine. Dude, you heard it here first, freaks. Well, I guess Rodney said it first. I mean, Rodney told me, and I was like, oh. You just like totally like, I would have had such a panic attack on the industry show with the mic. I felt bad for everybody else who didn't no, have no. Rodney next to them God, before it happened. That's great to know. Well, that's really good to know. That's good to know if the mic always goes out at nowadays, or used to. But, yeah, um, just a little ramp. It's the, the pressure on it. The the mic at Guaki, though, is cordless. There's nothing you can do about that. So it went out, and then they got her a new mic, and then maybe it wasn't her set. And no, I think it was. And then the mic they gave her was so loud like she would whisper in it and like the feedback was insane like there was nothing to be done like she would have added she think she whispered for a bit and and she's not even the loudest person no no it was like it was the mic it was yeah. not her and like anytime she would talk it had like crazy feedback and i was like man this is a tough situation and then after they got a new mic and it was fine oh so it was just oh no it went out at the end during kimmy t set too that sucks. I know. I would have watched, because Kylie's on after me at that show, and I would have watched her set, but I was, like, not happy. <laughs> so I'm like... I would have watched her set, but I was fucking furious. Yeah, there, there would have been no focusing on your set, so I wouldn't have enjoyed it anyway, but I'm sure she experienced the same thing, because it was, like... They could they could put a speaker like you have at, like, any brewery show in yeah. there, and it would be better. Yeah. It's such a... It's yeah. such a big room. 
it could be good. They just need some sound, like padding. Something needs to happen. But yeah, I know nothing about sound. I'm always like, this. The sound in here isn't good. But for a million dollars, I couldn't tell you the first step to make it better. I just know this is not good. <laughs> I don't know anything about sound because every week we have had a different setup on the microphone. That was like literally when my friend called me who works in sound, and he was like, okay, so first things first, you guys are gonna want your own mics, which by the way we don't even have right we now. We don't have right now. And then we'll he goes, see how this he goes, and just like stand up, you're gonna want to speak into them and I was writing this down I was like oh have a mic and speak into it I'm like duh bitch of course that's what you should do for a fucking podcast <laughs> you totally just reminded me of a topic I want to talk about is that I love help from men really I love it when they offer to help in helpful ways okay like yeah. that right yeah so it was very helpful or like Petchney and I haven't even told you this yet this is right he goes I'll do your little zingers for the show like how he does for spicy you no know, spicy so I'm like, please, yes. What, what singers? Like, uh, on Spicy No Spicy, it's like, zooba 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 Oh, zooba, zooba, bah, bah. Yes, yeah. <gasps> oh that's awesome. Because right now it's... Do, do, do. Uh, and that's just when I cut, like, if you hear that, that I cut something out that we shouldn't have said. Yeah, if you heard that, we said someone's entire name and gave their social, <laughs> and we were like, can you believe it? Like, that's what happened. We made a P-U <laughs> face. <laughs> um, and so, I love that. Oh, that's great. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. I love it when guys are like, what do you need? Do you want me to like do this, this, this? I love that. But oh. the moment they try to teach me how to do it myself, <laughs> I am no longer interested in the help. Oh, you don't want to learn how to be sufficient in it. I want them to do it. <laughs> they could do it. They want to teach it to me. It's going to harm it's you. Hurts. It, it hurts. It hurts. Well, that's like that saying, you know, if you give a man a fish, he'll eat for one day and be hungry the rest. But if you give a man a net and you teach him how to fish, he will eat every day. And I hear that and I'm like, but what if you give a man a fish every day? You already got the whole net set up. Just keep giving me fish. It seems like you liked to get like you liked it the first day. Like what would take the joy out of giving me a fish every day? For the, the, rest net of my life? the net looks heavy. <laughs> give me a fucking fish every day. I'm not interested in nets. <laughs> I can't be learning the proper tossing method of a net, the dragging, the I'm pulling. I'm busy. I'm you starving. Already... I haven't had any fish today. Because you have kept, you have not stopped teaching me the net stuff to give me a fucking fish. <laughs> I know. Yeah. He, yeah. He was very helpful. But I was like, just come over and make us a microphone. Like he could have been more helpful. We're like Gilligan's Islanding it. We're like, we have two coconut. We have two tin cans. Which means, guys, the sound is getting. Today we were both supposed to have our own microphone, but. We both have know. one. Katie pissed on it or something. It's not freaking working. Oh, I shouldn't have pissed on it. Fuck. Oh, that was the thing I did. I shouldn't have pissed on so it. So the other one's not working, but the sound by the next... I keep telling people I can't that wait to hear this one. I think it'll sound good. By the next episode, we will both have our own mics. And you little freaks. Oh, you wanted good sound? Oh, you wanted good sound for your... little more patience. Your ears are going to be coming. Oh, God. Buckets. You're going to be like, this is too intense. I had no ears could squirt. I wish. <laughs> I wish it was the other way. So, so give me a fucking fish and enjoy what you have right now. <laughs> give me a fucking fish. Give me a fucking fish. I love when people are helpful to me. Yes, I love it. I appreciate it. I do... I just don't want them to... So appreciative. Uh, waste their time trying to try to teach me something that I have no aptitude for. Who, what did they try to teach you? I feel like if that man came, your friend, the sound oh, engineer, yes, yes. came and tried to show me how to do this, I would go, can you set it up? And I'll write down what you did. Oh, yeah. I'm, yeah, just set it up. Yeah, just set it up the one time. I'll, but, like, just be like, read the manual and you can do it. Uh, yeah. I I I'm not have, reading a manual. No interest. Reading. Yesterday, Shelly in the car... <laughs> Shelly Grunberg told me about 
this person that was making fun of her and her boyfriend for not reading and fuck I forget what she said but she killed me she was like why would I read it's not the 1800s <laughs> she was like I'm not gonna fucking read I have a phone she like was so serious it really killed me that's very funny I mean in this fast-paced day and age you don't really have to read anymore it's something that we all say that we like to do, but I think it's just all a put on to make other people feel bad, and Shelly's broken through the matrix. It's so weird. I used to love to read. I did too. It's... I have no time. The last book I read was Joan Didion, uh, The White Album. It was very good. Uh-huh. I don't have time to read. I don't have time to read either, but then I'm like, I'm on my phone for an hour before bed, and I'm like, well, I probably could have been reading. I heard you're not supposed to read in bed. You're supposed to look at your phone. <laughs> That's what all the top psychiatrists are saying. <laughs> That's why I keep having weird fucking dreams. I had a dream. Oh god, what was the weird dream I had the other night? Probably because I was reading a book and not being on my fucking screen. <laughs> oh, it was. I had a stand-up dream the other night. Really? Yeah. Oh god, Ooh. it's slipping away from me what it was. Oh, I remember. I was at a show. I cannot believe someone stopped me. I'm telling my dream on the podcast right We're now. We're gonna cut this. Please cut this. <laughs> Let me say something really bad. Let me say someone's full name right now so I know we cut this for sure. Have, have you, I was gonna say, have you ever come up with a joke in a dream that you remembered later? No. Me neither. <laughs> but that would have been cool, huh? Well, I feel like I've thought of, I've had stand-up dreams where I'm doing comedy uh -huh. and either I can't remember it or I remember it and I go, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. In my dream, this probably representative of something, I was performing comedy and it was outside and really awful. And while I was performing, there was like people, there was all these other things going on <laughs> next to me and I bombed and I went down and I told the next comic, I was like, dude, it's really tough. And then for the next comic, they moved it into a small room that was full of people and he killed. And I was like, that's not fair. <laughs> that's definitely, that's definitely got some meaning behind it. Like the industry is always trying to keep things away from you. Maybe I want a baby. Yeah. Maybe that room was the baby. Maybe that room was the baby. No, the comedian that did good in the room was the baby. The room was your womb. Whoa. The room was my womb. The room was your womb the, the whole time. The room was time. my womb. <laughs> and Joe Smith is my baby. <laughs> That's what everyone always says. I've uh, always said Joe Smith is your baby. For those who don't know, Joe Smith's like an adult man, so that's why that's pretty funny. And also, that's not his real name. He's the only person we can say his name and we're not doxing him. Oh yeah, I forgot. That's I think I know his real name. I think I'll tell do, you off the side. Okay, off the screen. I'm like, yeah. do not say it. That's like... Because I'm, I'm not 100%, I'm like 98% on the name. It's probably like Brad. You're so close. It's probably like you're, Brad. No, careful! <laughs> careful! Brad Johnson. It's probably, <laughs> yeah. probably something that's it's probably another Joe Smith, you know? It's Mo Smith. Yeah. <laughs> it's Mo and Willie's Chipotle. It's all the Mexican fast food chains. It's, it's probably, Mo Jones. It's Mo Joey's. Joe Jones. John Smith. John Smith. What do you got? What do you got looking forward to this week? Woo! Um, loaded, loaded question. Loaded question. I mean, I. I don't have any shows like uh, tomorrow, but I will say that that Star Bar last week really helped me through the week. Yeah, it was the best side of the I guess weekend, quote unquote. That's and a I great just like left bar. feeling very loved. Aww, yeah, that's, that's great. very rare, and I feel like uh, it's dissipating. By tomorrow, it'll be almost gone <laughs> and out of my system like a drug. Are you on this week again? No, but it was like really cool because I got to see like really great like Sam Severin set. 
Oh my god. Uh, Sam, crush, crush. It was one of the best sets I've seen. Like, I, I told her I was like top five Atlanta sets I've seen. Like, it, it was, was so, so good. So good. So good. That suicide, uh, migraine shit. All of, yeah. The sirens, the, the clothes, like the go fight, go pick a fight with your boyfriend thing is really funny. Um, yeah, that was an amazing set. So good. God, and then she's so funny. Caitlin Reese killed. And that was cool. Because yes. I was like, she's very much like a Starbar kind of gal. Yeah. You know what I mean? I loved her joke. I loved her. I have, uh, she made me want to work on my eating disorder material. She had a joke that was like, I'm, it's not going to be exactly, but she was like, um, you know, all women, you know, we all have had an eating disorder, something. It wasn't that exactly. And she goes, and if you're sitting there going, I haven't had an eating disorder, then you have given someone an eating disorder. <laughs> that was a great bit. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's, ah, uh, that's perfect. Yeah. That's she really nailed the keto thing too. Cause that is yes. definitely an eating disorder. Oh my God. Yeah. That I, Lost 50 pounds on it. Love it. You uh, did keto? I oh, did yeah, keto. you did do keto. I lost so much weight. Dude, I'm <laughs> Stop saying it like that. Oh, uh, I was skin and bones. I'm addicted to those keto Instagram videos. They're like, we're making keto pizza. So instead of crust, we're getting canned chicken and we're adding a <laughs> we're adding a block of cream cheese to it. And then we're covering it up with cauliflower rice and pepperoni. Put that in the air fryer, dip it in marinara, and you've got a healthy meal. Oh, I'm gonna show you them later. There's please, that sounds hideous. What did you eat on keto? Did you shit at all? No, Chris had my favorite keto joke. He goes, keto's a diet for people who love to fart but hate to shit. <laughs> and that is so accurate. Um, it was like, you know, rabbit's poop? It was like that. That sounds bad. It didn't feel good. <laughs> I would eat a lot of, um, I was working at the doggy daycare at the time, so I'd leave my house at like so you'd six. eat their food? I'd eat dog food. Did you know dog food's keto? keto. Dog food's keto. <laughs> uh, I would have the egg bites from yeah. Starbucks. Familiar. The cream and the coffee. And then. Familiar. Uh, a lot of uh, string cheese. Familiar. Do you, well, do you eat a lot? A lot of them eat a lot of cream cheese, pepperoni. Do you eat any of that? I didn't eat any of that. You're not doing it right then. I was doing like bacon, avocado, sliced chicken. I was doing it like, I, get, I I was keeping my little numbers and everything. Like, the thing about eating disorders is I don't feel like I've ever had more control. I don't feel out of order, you yeah. know? Uh, so you just, you know, typey, typey. It's fun. I mean, it's not time. fun, but that's what, that's what, that's what This is our from. pro eating disorder yeah. oh, podcast. Oh, we, just became a, we just became the biggest podcast on the pro on a Tumblr <laughs> subreddit. Fuck. <laughs> My life's Fuck. work. I did not want this. Um, no, eating disorders are uh, not something to be glamorized, but if you have one, please don't call us because we're going to make a joke out of it. Yeah, get some, get your, it's worth it. Get, get a little help. It's worth it. <laughs> it's worth it. Um, and then, oh, oh, I have to say, Lace's set at Starbucks. It was like ladies' night. That's oh, what, yeah, it was yeah, like a whole ladies' so night of killing. And, uh, well, it was, and it was really cool. My favorite part was us all sitting in the back. It was me, you, and Sam Severin. I was like, Generations of Noni's hosts. Oh yeah, that was, really cool. that was a cool moment. That is fucking cool. We should have took a photo. We should have. I never think of things at the right time. <laughs> bad Katie, bad Katie. Why do you not take pictures? <laughs> yeah, so we could have ruined that sweet moment. Yeah. No, that's dope. Yeah, it was just a really cool night. So I feel like that was like a very stressful weekend, and then I feel like Spencer Rizzo's DJ set really like help my mind be freed because I just danced. I didn't even think about talking to industry and I think I went into like the rest of the week with I love his DJ and he's a great DJ. Great DJ. DJ. And he played our theme song because he knew we were there. Uh, Did he really? Was that why? He didn't play our mashup but he played Girl Blunt and everybody knew it and I was like they'll know it because of the podcast. Uh, Guys we okay 
This is like we made this on popular today to keep the friggin' show popularized. Girl, what? It was so crazy. We had like ten streams on Spotify, and then after we dropped our pod, it had like four billion. <laughs> and our our pod only has like hundred and seventy listeners. But I know you guys be I know you guys be replaying that shit. You be replaying it. Yeah, you don't have to pay for it because you get to listen to the song. You get to listen to two songs at once. You're welcome. What's better than that? You're That's, welcome. We're maximizing productivity. That's right. We should one time. We should both try. We should try to recreate the mashup like you should sing one song and I'll start like smoke girl bones and then as I'm doing that you go ha ah, and try to get it together ah, I only smoke I'll do Olivia Rodriguez you do her yeah with that. I only smoke girl bones ah, 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 ah. you have to keep singing I can't this is never gonna happen we need to practice we gotta put on our masks and practice for this <laughs> um what do you have going on this week I think my parents are coming to town this week. Yeah? Let's see. Well, oh, my mom will be mad when she hears that. Okay. Well, Liam Nelson's featuring on Star Bar tomorrow, so that's exciting. Um, oh, I ordered stickers. I made merch stickers. And oh, they coming. look so good. Thank you. I'm very excited. Shelly Grunberg made them for me. They're coming in the mail on Tuesday. I'm very excited about them. I saw that, and I went, who made that? That's so clever. And I saw your name, and I was like, this is so good. Like, I, like I took in every like detail of it, and I was like more and more excited. Yeah, so I told Shelly, so it says one of my jokes. The pun, it's 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 a, it's one of my jokes, and it says "Good night, slut," but it says it in the "Good night, moon" font. So I or the "Good night," it's like the "Good night, moon" book cover. So I told Shelly I wanted that, and she just made it fucking brilliant. They look great. They look really good. So I'm excited about that. And then yeah, my parents are coming into town the 14th. Oh, and I'm on. I'm on the school the 15th, so they're going to come see me. But my mom's here for her birthday. Happy birthday, Mom. Happy birthday, Mommy. So that's exciting. It's always a little, like, nerve-wracking when your parents are here a little bit. Because I'm just like, ugh. How do I be a person around you? Yeah, what do I do with you guys? Yeah. Well, because I'm supposed to, you know, they live in California, so I want to see them as much as possible. But also, it's not natural to see people all day, every day. But they don't expect that. But sometimes when you visit people, you are around them all day, yeah. every day. And last time they came was the first time they were coming to watch me do comedy, and it was a bit nerve-wracking. Like, they're very supportive, and they're a good audience, and they're not, like, stuck up or anything. Like, they can hang. They, like, went to the 1 a.m. Like, oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Like, they love, and they, they love comedy. That's awesome. They're fine with dirty stuff. But there is something really stressful about, com like, arriving to a show with my parents and being like, okay, like, it just, I'm like, okay, you, you guys go over there. Yeah. It was just, it, it, it was, it was something I hadn't um, anticipated, so I feel better prepared for it now. Oh, good. Have your parents, your parents have seen you do comedy? When I, yeah, I've done comedy, like, uh, I would say, like, the Asheville Comedy Festival they saw, like, back, like, when it was called Laugh Your Asheville Off, um, and, uh, I think they came to, like, one open mic that, like, Cody and I were both on, on my mom's birthday. <laughs> happy which, birthday. Happy birthday, <laughs> you know, uh. And that was bad, probably also. I think I'm featured at a mic on my mom's birthday. <laughs> I was like, nice birthday gift. I was like, wait, that's what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we d I definitely wasn't as good at comedy. And also, it was like a very like dark bar in Asheville called the French Bistro. It's not there anymore. It's called, uh, you get to throw tomato, fake foam tomatoes at the performers and hit a gong. Oh, yes, I've that heard of kind that. Of, yeah, and so that's what we brought my mom to to watch, and she was like, thank you, good night, like, after we went up. <laughs> yeah, I get nervous to ask my parents what they think, because I know they love me, and they think I'm so great, but they'll always say things like, you're just so, they'll, they'll, it'll never, it'll, it's, it's, it's never like, oh, that was funny, that's right. why. It's other nice things, but it's always just like, oh, you're so, 
that was a tough crowd. They were really throwing <laughs> stuff at you. Yeah. <laughs> my parents don't like the dirty stuff, so my mom will be like, can I watch this if I put something on? And 90% of them are like, no. <laughs> my, I talked to my grandma again. She called me, and again, she mentioned about how mainly, for a second time, I was like, oh, I got to tell Katie this. She went, you know, you're just, I tell everyone how beautiful my granddaughter is. Because these female stand-ups are usually so ugly. <laughs> and she keeps harping on She cannot. And I was like, Grandma, there's like a lot of beautiful women that do comedy. And she's like, not that I've seen. Not on my website. So not on my Facebook. <laughs> it's just Sarah Huckabee Sanders doing her hour. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, yeah. she really went in this time. She's like, they're just fucking train wrecks. <laughs> But you are so tall. <laughs> you take up my whole cell phone screen and the rest of these dumpy little trolls I can barely see. All these Humpty Dumpties. Kick them over with your long legs because of how tall you are. <laughs> she thinks it's cool I'm tall. She's, wow. she's very short. Very proud of you for being tall. Very proud, proud of, of you. Tall and beautiful. Well, you should be. She should be. She should be. Can no. she follow me? I just want her to comment on mine like, Disgusting! <laughs> Go eat an apple! Take a lesson from my granddaughter and grow a few inches! You're not nearly tall enough to be on the mic! It could be co taller. Coffee cup. <laughs> um, should we tell people where to find us on yes. the internet? Oh, yes. So, oh, oh, yeah, and then I'll have the still ask us questions. Yes. I'm gonna, I have a not gonna lie link uh, into the Instagram bio. Our Instagram is the friggin' show pod. The friggin' show pod. The friggin' show pod. Uh, my personal Instagram is tamarrubin69, um, which I said at a sh I said in Savannah at the end of my set. I went follow me on Instagram at tamarrubin69, and then the host went up and he went tamarrubin69. He's like, oh, that's so crazy. We all remember those names we made when we were like 14, right, <laughs> with the 69. And I was like, I literally made that when I was 24 years old. <laughs> <laughs> Follow me at Katie Hughes Smokes Weed 420. <laughs> uh, I'm Katie Bruise B R U I S E. I gotta change it soon. <laughs> I gotta change it before it gets verified, which will be never. Uh, you can verify it. I could. Yeah, you can okay. verify it right now. All right, let's go verify. Let's uh, change it first. To Katie Hughes has a crush on Dan Lizard Boy. <laughs> David Forrest, if you're out there, it's over for us. It's Dan Lizard Boy now. So. You had your chance. Why don't you go clean some fucking teeth? You fucking dentist. You fucking dentist. Uh, we'll be back with more pods. Please review, like it, uh, star it. Please yeah. make them sound nice. I'm so nervous to say rate because I'm like, I mean five stars. Rate it five stars. Rate it five, five or five. Or if you're don't not even gonna do rate it. it, don't rate it. Yeah. I mean, if you're not gonna rate five stars, don't even friggin' rate it. Don't even. Just turn this off right now. Turn this off. Take your phone and throw it into the. Go drive to your nearest ocean. <laughs> Throw your phone in it and then jump in after it. <laughs> I think that's a good end. I think that's a good end. All right. Bye bye. Bye. Thanks. bye. What you say? What that mean? I don't know. Top shelf, bitch. I'm on the kind of raw.